Discovering your own myth means going down really deep in your psyche. And we can do that through the following steps. Self-reflection, dream analysis, archetypes, mythology and literature, symbolism, life events and milestones, creative expression and guidance. I could tell you about all of those individually, but since we are in Gothic land, I'm going to really help you find your own myth through Gothic literature. And the purpose of this is to help you with your own self-development. Now, what I'm going to tell you in this video are nine actions that you can take in order to discover this myth that is not going to be happening from one day to the next. It's going to be a long process, probably a life journey, but it's going to bring a lot of clarity and it's going to give you some guidelines. So my friend, if you are in a journey of self-discovery, you like Gothic literature, you are very curious about what goes in the mind, the human mind, and you are in this journey of self-reflection, of self-development, then this video is for you. explore your personal myth through gothic literature under a Jungian perspective and my own lens on my interpretation of it. So today, as I said, uh, we're going to be looking into gothic literature to find nine steps, nine actions that you can take to find out what your own myth is. And in order to do that, I'm going to be quoting, I'm going to be using this book, Memories, Dreams and Reflections, Written is an autobiography um, by Carl Jung, and you can see I'm still working on it. I keep going back to it because it's uh, Carl Jung is not an easy chap, and we're gonna be working on chapter uh, six, that is called confrontation with the unconscious, and this is where he explains um, what happened when he parted from Freud, and he reflects on what he says that uh, on this method of helping patients to understand the dream images by themselves right without application of rules and theories so what he realized is that he had a key to mythology through which he could unlock all the gate of the unconscious psyche but then it got to a point where he asked himself why open all gates and then is when he elaborated the following he says I had explained the myths of peoples of the past. I had written a book about the hero, the myth in which man has always lived. But in what myth does man live nowadays? In the Christian myth, the answer might be, do you live in it? I asked myself, to be honest, the answer was no. For me, it is not what I live by. Then do we no longer have any myth? No, 
evidently we no longer have any myth. But then what is your myth, the myth in which you do live? At this point, the dialogue with myself became uncomfortable and I stopped thinking I have reached a dead end. Then after that, what he explains is that around Christmas in 1912, uh, and he experiences what he says uh, indicated an unusual activation of the unconscious. And then he explains how from a childhood memory from when he was 11, and he remembered that he was passionate about building, constructing things with the stones and building houses and building, well, that in general, just constructions. How one day walking through uh, next to the lake, he had that necessity, started reflecting on that, he remembered that, and then he felt that he needed to go back to that construction, that building. So he started putting the stones together and by picking them up, he felt that that was the beginning of discovering this myth that he was on about uh, at the beginning of what I was reading to you before. So about the game, he says that it released a stream of fantasies, which I later carefully wrote down. I mean, this is very important for what we're doing here today, because we could interpret literature, writing, art, any expression as a way to connect with our inner self with our unconscious mind and go also back to those activities that we did as we were children, revisit those spaces where we were happy because then we can find a lot of information about what is it that moves us, what, what, where are we going, what is our story. So at the end of this chapter he includes many of his dreams, I mean, it's quite long and, it's, and it goes a little bit back and forth within his memories. Um, some of the dreams he talks about are premonitory ones. There's a bit of the supernatural going there. Historical events that coincided with some of his dreams and his intuition, um, I think, in, in his own perception of what was going on. So um, it is a very interesting chapter that I highly recommend you read, but deep, doing a bit of a deep analysis into it and see how it does actually resonate with you. So... The same way that Jung found his way to reconnect uh, with his own myth through his life experiences, I am actually going to bring today these nine steps that you can also connect with yourself and figure out your myth through something we all really like, which is Gothic literature. And this is what I'm going to tell you next. So let's begin with step one. Step one would be to select the right texts for you. So to choose those texts that resonate with you or your story will actually bring you to mirroring your own struggles or aspirations. And that is very important. It's the, the first step of actually selecting something that resonates. If it resonates, it's because we need to work on it. The second step will be identification of themes and motifs. So as you are reading Gothic literature, you're going to figure out, you're going to find out that there are themes such as isolation, fear, the supernatural and the uncanny that are elements and motifs that you can find that will relate to aspects of your own life. The third aspect or third step you can take is to explore the characters. So when you examine them, and you figure out that there might be elements that you share with those characters, this can actually help you see where your own fears, your desires, they come from, and maybe how to use them for your own transformation when you analyze how the characters have transformed themselves and that they've gone through the story. 
The fourth aspect would be, or step, is the analysis of the setting. This is because when in Gothic literature we are in these dark, these mysterious landscapes, they can often play a significant, significant role. So what you have to do is to consider how those eerie setting parallel your own emotional or psychological landscapes. In point five, reflect on symbolism. What I suggest you is that you consider how the symbols that appear in Gothic literature may actually reflect your own aspects of your own life. So we are talking here about objects, places, or even supernatural events. Writing and journaling is point number six, and it's very important to do this every day if you can, because as well as reading, it's important that you write your personal experiences in relation to the themes and characters that you're reading or learning about, but that you can also use those stories and as a lens through which you can explore your own fears, your own desires, your own processes. Even if you are writing a story about a character, something that has nothing to do with you, you're going to be bringing to this character or characters a lot of your own personality, a lot of your own experience. We cannot really detach ourselves from that. I would also uh, advise you or at least suggest that you consider archetypes, even though you might not be an expert on archetypes, at least the investigation, the exploration of what they are, what they can be. This is something that I tell you more about in my courses as well. We go more in depth about this. So, so characters such as the hero, the villain, the damsel in distress, among others, can be representations of some of the most important human archetypes that might resonate with you or your internal and personal narrative. The point number eight of the creative expressions here is to invite you to explore other pieces of art that have to do with the Gothic, um, but also, even, even if it doesn't have anything to do with the Gothic, that you investigate and you explore those. Because, for example, art, music, um, any other ways of self-expression can lead you to discover and play with elements of your personal life that will be crucial to figure your own myth. And the last but not least, sharing with others. This is super important, again, because if you ask for guidance, there's only so much we can do on our own. We also need sometimes to exchange opinions, we need to share with others, we need to see other people's points of view. And this is super important in any aspect of our life. So in this one as well, to discover your own myth. So basically, all these aspects of these points can be really developed broader and that's why I would ask you now to consider supporting all this work that I do here on Patreon where I can actually go more in depth and I can actually explore what you really need at the moment where you are we can actually I can give you extra material I can give you webinars it's a lot of different four tiers and you can support me in any way you feel is more comfortable for you but it's super important that you really have to think about all these aspects that I'm mentioning here today even though if it's very brief it's not going to be a very long video because it's super important that uh, you can do this myth search through something that you really like which is gothic literature and also I invite you to have a read at this book if you're into Jungian analysis or if you're in Jungian psychology not necessarily analysis but it might give you some clues on how to interpret your own dreams which is quite interesting as well. So my friend, today uh, we've actually covered nine points that you can work towards to actually find out more about your myth and how they can actually help you with your self-development. 
if you found that this is interesting would like to know more information remember that i also have a course that started in january but they can you already you can already access the course because it's been recorded you can access all the the material the extra material the recording you can ask me questions and then we're going to continue doing it until july so you can join us now in february it will be great to have you there in module two and uh, where we're actually going to be talking about archetypes so that will be very interesting you will be covering there the point uh, point seven of these um nine uh, points that you can the steps that you can follow to figure out your own myth also remember that just for being here you have access to two free materials you have a, a, a little quiz of like to self-recognition in a way to figure out if you know yourself as well as you think you do that's for your personal your gothic and your union and even professional space in a very broad lines and then you also have access to the, mm, the webinar that i did on the 29th of december where <clears throat> i explore the depths of the psyche i'm giving you like a little bit of a guideline and of what is the course so you can actually see there what we'll be dealing with and again is to explore the gothic mind under this Jungian lens and the way I interpret the Jungian lens okay so I hope that you have enjoyed this video that you are very gothic again until next week and it's the end of the month so start getting ready for February because a lot of things are coming soon so take care well, in fact it's February when you're gonna watch this video take care be very gothic my friends see you in the next video bye bye